advisory to those who are not animal lovers, open to new ideas, or interested in integrative holistic healthcare for your pets, and believe that prescription diet is the best food for your pet. This podcast may offend your sensibilities. Have you ever felt frustrated and helpless after listening and doing everything your vet told you to do but it only made your sick pet worse and not get any better? That's me in 2008 with my first adopted cat, Meow. I did everything the vet told me to do and I realised she wasn't getting any better and only worse. So I decided to look into alternative health options and was drawn to the stories of holistic pet service entrepreneurs and their transformative journey, overcoming obstacles, chasing their passion and creating a movement that has caused a ripple effect of positive change in the lives of their clients and pets around the world. Join me as I share the raw, inspiring journeys of these amazing entrepreneurs, their successes and failures. My name is Amrys Wang, and this is The Raw Entrepreneur. Good morning, everyone. This is Amrys Wang of The Raw Entrepreneur. Today's episode is with a very special lady, Pam Roussel of Perfectly Holistic. Since a very young child, Pam has always felt a special connection to cats. Besides sharing her life with cats throughout the years, her passion for fitness led to a degree in kinesiology and a minor in marketing from the University of Houston. She has spent over 35 years in the fitness industry in various roles as a fitness professional. When a foot injury that wouldn't heal led her to seek alternative, holistic and natural medicine back in 2005, it began a new journey of discovery and learning about holistic health ever since. She began applying what she learned with her own cats, getting amazing results. In late 2014, her cat Snowbear died unexpectedly shortly after receiving a round of vaccines required for boarding. And that inspired her to start her company, Perfectly Holistic. She writes a blog about various cat topics, offers various services for cats, hosts a monthly radio show and operates an e-commerce store dedicated entirely to cats. In her role as a holistic health coach for cats, her mission is to educate and help cat owners provide the very best in holistic health for their cat. She has taken numerous courses in holistic health for animals, muscle testing, animal communication and Reiki. Her life is shared with her husband Rich and their four cats, Lily, Rocket, Gunner and Aylin. This is her story. Who is Pam Roussel? Uh, you know, I am born and raised here in Texas, um, in the Houston area. And I mean, I have a sense, of, I guess I've always had a sense of, for entrepreneurship. Um, I've had a, a knack for learning languages, uh, Spanish and Spanish particularly, because that's what I've spent the most time learning. But in, in, my, in my regular pre career prior to pet industry has been in the fitness realm. So the fitness industry has been like the majority of my life since I was probably 16. Wow. So, yeah, so 
you know, my backgrounds and, and teaching group exercise and personal training and sell sales and things like that. And, um, you know, minor management roles and things like that. So that's always been, um, of, of interest and in health, you know, health in general has been an interest with the emphasis on fitness, mm-hmm. but, um, I guess it really wasn't until my cat snow bear died suddenly that kind of propelled my passion for natural health and cats, which I've always had a passion for cats to get into the pet industry. So it was a nice, it was kind of like the universe's way of kicking you out the door you know, and say, this is where you're going now, you know, so go do it. And so that's what, that's the journey I've been on for the last over five years because the concept of perfectly holistic came into being when I was looking for other opportunities that I could pursue outside of the fitness industry. And when he died, suddenly I found myself in tears with my best friend sitting in the office one day and, you know, the circumstances around his death was vaccine related. And I am not an anti-vaxxer. I am a be smart about your vaccinations. And we were going to travel and had booked a boarding facility to put he and another kitty in. And they demanded updated vaccines. And, you know, it's like your hands are tied as a pet parent. You know, you want to, you, you know that it's not good for them to be revaccinated again. And he had already been vaccinated several times over the years before I got smart and realized that this is not a smart thing to do. I don't need to keep doing this. Um, and then sadly, a week later, he passed away from a complication from vaccine. And, um, you know, when you're faced with that kind of tragedy and you look back, what could I have done differently? You know, I think it was meant to, as sad as it is, I think it was meant to be simply because if it wasn't for that instance, I wouldn't have been sitting in my best friend's office, both of us in tears and saying, okay, somebody needs to open up a pet boarding facility that does not require vaccinations. And I'm sitting there saying that to my, to her. And I thought to myself, I need to open up a boarding facility that does not require vaccinations, you know, mm-hmm. and that, that kind of seed was planted right in that moment. And I thought, you know what, let me take everything that I've been learning in natural health and holistic alternatives, um, alternative medicine that works for people that works for pets and let me be that voice. Let me be that mouthpiece for other cat parents specifically because I'm a cat mom. And I know that the cat industry, as you agreed, gets overlooked. You know, cats get treated like second class citizens in in the dog world. And so there needed to be a platform. There needed to be a voice for the cat people. Um, And I know there's a ton of cat people out there that are seeking alternatives and seeking help in are desperate for answers and there's just not answers you know they can't find what they need so that was kind of like the springboard just to, to start looking at what i could do to be that voice and empower cat parents 
to do better for their cats with alternative healing, with holistic applications, not just take a pill, you know, not just go keep revaccinating your cat. Don't, you know, instead of, oh, dry food, just, just keep feeding the dry food. You get smarter when you start digging and you start educating yourself and learning from very smart people in the industry, um, like the inside scoop people, you know, and you, you just, there's always a negative information you can take away in any of those presentations or webinars or, you know, just meetups. You're like, huh, I learned something. That's so cool. Now let me go show, you know, share it so other people can get that information as well. So that's kind of my, that's my backstory. <laughs> I think it's amazing because like you said, then um, the cat industry itself is a very small niche and, it and it's very specialized to the point where not everyone does it because it's basically with, within the pet industry, it's mainly canine dog related, you know, oh, yeah. um, as a, I'm a, I'm a cat mom, I'm a dog mom, but, to find um, information when my f my first adopted cat wasn't well, wasn't easy in those days. You know, yeah. um, that's when Google just started. You know, um, I think I only found um, the two crazy cat ladies, um, Dr. Karen Becker, because she covers mm -hmm. the umbrella. Um, that's yeah. how I found everything. You know, mm -hmm. but cat related. You know, off the top of my head, the ones that I actually found was um, Jackson Galaxy, mm -hmm. um, Kate Benjamin, and the two crazy cat ladies. You know, um, yep. when I when I first started, you know, especially in my rescue work. So to find you is a real gem, especially when you tell oh, me, you, you know, when you especially when you said that you 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 specially created a cat boarding facility. You know, well, with... that's my dream. I haven't created it yet, but okay. it is that's part of the bigger plan, okay. you know, so I want to be able to provide that for, for people so that they don't have to, you know, have to go through what I went through and lose a cat because he had yeah. an adverse reaction and he had an underlying health condition, should never have been revaccinated to begin with. Um, and boarding facilities need to be educated on titers. They need to be educated on immunization. They need to be in, educated on um, immunology and be open to realize that we don't need to keep revaccinating our animals just so they can come stay in your boarding facility for a few days. Yeah. That's not healthy. That's just not, it's not smart. Yeah, that's, that's one of the things where, why I've not actually put any of my animals in any boarding facility, you know, uh, be it even like, because um, I have, well, currently I've got 12 cats and one dog at home, you know, um, <laughs> and I, I, don't, I, I don't trust the boarding facilities, number one, and mm -hmm. number two, they actually require vaccination, all of them. You know, they, 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 they want some, and then they want you to put, they will insist that you have to put the flea and tick topical, like revolution or frontline on the animal, you know, to go in. And then for dogs, they, they right. insist on um, like Bordetella vaccination, yeah. shot, things like that, yeah. which now that I know better, mm -hmm. I refuse, you know, I won't do that. Right. I won't right. do that, you know, so... I, I love the fact that that is your goal, you know, that, that yeah. 
because because of Snow Bear, you know, mm-hmm. that that started you on this amazing journey. And right. you know, what is it like being a health coach for cats? You know, it's really it's really fun because you wake up every day and you're like, okay, who am I going to work on today? And what am I going to learn? You know, so because every cat client that I work with and I work with them remotely. So I use a photo and I use the, the technique of muscle testing or energy testing to ask the, their body questions and get the yes, no answers and those kind of things. And I can go through um, a very extended protocol and checklist to determine, you know, what's out of balance in their body. Do they have sensitivities of some kind, whether it be food, environmental, um, do they have emotional stuff they're holding on to? And, you know, every cat's background is different. Every cat's um, environment is different and their genetics are different. And so how they're raised is different. So it just, you never know. I mean, I can get a, a cat parent that reaches out to me because their cat has chronic diarrhea or vomiting. And they're like, I have tried everything that the vet has said, the, the special food the you know, blah, blah, blah. It just goes on and on, but it's not, it's not getting any better. What, what is going on with my cat? You know? So it's just, okay, that's, that's where we start. Let's go figure out what's going on biologically, energetically, what's contributing to the root cause of this condition. I will tell you well more than 60% of the cats that I have worked with all resonate with vaccinosis, meaning they have been damaged by a vaccine to some degree. So they have a compromised immune system. Um, and you know, there's, they're suffering in some way due to that, you know, that environmental toxin, the heavy metals, the chemicals in the vaccine. And it just messes with the body, you know, like not like nothing else. And it causes so much, um, so many problems, so many health problems, you know, and, and it can start when they're very young from being vaccinated too young to being vaccinated too many times close together to having too many vaccinations all at once instead of spread apart. So, you know, you have to be smart in how you do that, take those approaches. But, you know, a, a problem that may have started when the cat was six months old, and never was they never realized there was a problem you go six or eight years later and you have some serious health issues that you know were never recognized years ago and be unaddressed um you know and a lot of times the vets don't even want to admit that there's been an adverse reaction they're like well you know we don't know if that's really what happened <laughs> and i'm like i can tell you that's what happened <laughs> you know? according to the energy and body of this cat that is exactly what's happened um so it's i i just i i'm curious to learn and if it's something new i've never seen before it's like okay let's go dig and let's go research and see what do the experts say about this um what do holistic and integrative vets do in a situation for cats that have you know this type of condition or that have a diagnosis that 
I haven't worked with before, you know? So I'm always trying to pull in what the smart people say that they use, the tools that they use. And then I go, okay, well, well let's, let's test all of those. What resonates with this cat's body? What does he need? What are the tools this little kitty needs in order to rebalance his body and heal? And that's the key because, you know, otherwise it's like playing a dart game with your, with a blindfold on. It's like, you're just throwing darts and you're like, well, let's try this. Let's try this. And that's kind of what the typical veterinary approach is um, because it, they don't know sometimes. So they're just, well, we can try this. We can try that. We can try this product, this, this drug, this antibiotic. And, you know, sometimes they work and sometimes they don't, but it doesn't really address the root cause. And that's what I like to find. Let's get down to what is resonating as the root cause of this condition. And let's treat that. Let's address that. And then all the other symptoms stop. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. Um, have you had difficult clients that, you know, don't want to change their, their lifestyle or protocols that you suggest? You know, it, the only thing that I would say that kind of holds some people back and it's not their will, you know, it's their finances. Maybe they don't have the means to feed a raw diet all the time. Maybe they don't have the, the you know, they have 10 cats and they can't afford <laughs> to feed them all wet food all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and some cats are very, very resistant and they don't want to, they don't want to play, you know, it's, they don't want to, they don't want to take their supplements. They're very resistant to, you know, their herbal medicines and their supplements and stuff to support their body. So sometimes it's the cat that's like, I don't want anything to do with that. I, you're putting that in my food. I'm not going to eat it, you know? And so it becomes a struggle. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, the people that reach out to me are the ones who are so desperate for help. They are at the end of their rope and they're like, I will do anything I can to help my cat. You know what I mean? So it's not, I'm not trying to change their mind. Their mind is already open when they come to me because I am, in some cases, I am their last hope and they've got nothing left to lose. You know, they've already spent thousands of dollars at the vet on surgeries and, you know, treatments and medications and prescription diets and all this stuff and it's like it's that's just not working what else you got you know so um that i would have to say it's really not their will it's probably more of their means and what they're able to do you know their heart is always in the right place you know so and dealing yeah. with difficult clients like the cats who are the clients themselves yeah who have to participate in this, you know, in this process of healing. <laughs> and sometimes they are not as um, cooperative as we want them to be. So, what, yeah. would you, what would you say is um, the most, one of the most difficult cases you've ever had so far? Oh. Or challenging. Yeah, I've had, I've had a few. Um, there was, when I first kind of got started into doing the energy work and the uh, evaluations with the cats, I had a client whose cat 
had vaccinosis and it was manifesting as allergic dermatitis and eosinophilic granulomas on her mouth and just, you know, skin issues and all of that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in the beginning when you're, when you're learning to do all of these things and research and everything, it, looking back now, I was like, oh, wow, I would have done it this way. I would have done it differently. You know, I would have used this product instead of, you know, not knowing what product to use. I would have, I would have been more educated at, you know, mm. like now than I was then. So, but, you know, sometimes I refer people out to holistic and integrated vets because they just have a ton more experience with certain types of conditions. And I just tell people, I am not going to be able to diagnose your cat. <laughs> I certainly can't claim to, to cure your cat. And there may come a point where I need, to, I need you to work as a team with a vet and I am happy to be a part of that team. But there's some things that are just beyond my scope of knowledge and expertise that I just, I just have to back up and go, you know what, I can't, I don't know. <laughs> and I'll be the first one to tell you, I don't know how to guide you at this point, you know? Um, I currently have a diabetic cat case who, um, you know, she was my first real true diabetic client. And, you know, her mom is constantly asking me questions that I just don't have the answers to. So, and it's hard because, you know, my heart wants to say, you know, do this, do that, try this, try that. Um, and we've, we've done a lot of, we've made a ton of progress, but there's just certain behaviors and characteristics of the disease itself that I just don't have the experience in. So I can't really guide her and answer all of the questions surrounding her cat's case, you know? And, you know, it's, I'm not a vet. I have to remind people sometimes I'm not a vet. I didn't go to vet school and I, I haven't seen 20,000 cats with diabetes. So I, I don't have enough depth to pull from to be able to answer some of these questions. So reach out to a vet, you know, so those kind of cases can be challenging. Um, let me think of another one that was really, well, I have another case, you know, cats who have like allergic dermatitis where they're itching, pulling out their fur. There could be a lot of reasons why that is. It could be food, it could be parasites, it could be environmental sensitivities. This one particular cat likes to be outside, inside, but she stays around her house. And she, when she first came to me, she had some kind of, she was losing her fur on the backside of her by her tail. And her mom's like, I don't know what's going on, but you know, she's itching and she's like pulling her fur out back there. Well, she's one of those cases that had vaccinosis and just, you know, had been dealing with this for years, even though um, she was a rescue. So her mom isn't the one who did all the vaccine history. It was some, but it was previous, you know, before she came to her. So it's hard when you don't know their history. So it was kind of a shock. She was like, wow, oh, okay, well, let's, let's get to work on detoxing all this stuff out of her system. And her, her condition it was like right around springtime starting to come to start. And, you know, 
pollens start getting in the air, you have trees blooming, you have flowers blooming, and cats with compromised immune systems have a really hard time during pollen season because it just it's too much for their immune system to kind of process and have a normal histamine reaction. Mm. Instead, they have a cytokine storm going on in their body. So, you know, we went through detox protocols for vaccines. We started environmental seasonal support, you know, and, and energetically clearing tree after tree after shrub after flower i mean everything this poor cat was sensitive to so we've got you know grasses and weeds and like this laundry list of everything that i've cleared energetically so that her body can not have an adverse or abnormal reaction to that pollen so you know and then she's like well gosh she's still itching and there's no more seasonal stuff going on like well goes back through and check everything. Mites, mites, this poor cat, you know, it's like, what else can you possibly have go wrong with your poor skin? And then just this week, we realized that she has a sensitivity to seafood and it was causing her to feel like she was itching all over from the inside. Mm. And here's the cool thing. She, she did a session with the animal communicator that works with me on my team. And she gave us these clues, you know, she's like, I just don't, I feel like I'm itching all over, but it's coming from the inside. It's not an external itchy. Right. And I'm like, huh? Okay. Well, that's very helpful. And then she said something, she brought up the fact that she thought that seafood wasn't good for her. This is the cat telling the communicator, right? right? right. So the, the owner comes back to me and says, here's what happened in our session. And I was blown away. I'm like, oh, holy cow. Okay, let's go recheck seafood. Cause she was taking, you know, a salmon oil or a cod liver oil or something. And it was in her raw food that she was eating. And uh, I think there was some, maybe some kelp in there too, you know, just mm. normal stuff. And, of course, and sure enough, it's like, no, this is not testing well for you. Yes, you are sensitive to seafood. You should not be eating seafood. So for the last three or four days, she has had zero anything with seafood related, whether it be an oil or a kelp or, or anything. And, and her mom text, um, gave me an update yesterday, last night, and she goes, she's finally starting to stop itching. Like less and less. And you can just see it in her eyes. Like she's starting to feel better and i'm like oh hallelujah <laughs> you know? because it just took so many steps to figure her out mm. you know and it's not that she had maybe she didn't always have a sensitivity to seafood or whatever because at one point we were testing omega-3 oils and one of them did test well so it's like something has changed in her body as she's gone through this process of detoxing, yeah. you know, and it's just that immune system is just really struggling to find balance. So we're going to be working with a, um, her raw food company, Fetching Foods, to create some custom diets to give her a little extra B12, take out the seafood elements, you know, and all of that. And so here we are, we're a team. We're working as a team to figure out what can we do to help this cat fully recover and 
you know, stop itching and her immune system calm down and, you know, just enjoy life again as a cat because, wow, what, you know, it's been a rough six months. Six months. <laughs> it's wow. been six months. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. It had, yeah. So, you know, and I think, I think people have to remember that, and I tell people all the time that I work with, healing takes time. We are such accustomed to instant gratification in our society. We think we take a pill, our headache goes away, you know? So, but when you're dealing with the body, whether it's human body or, or an animal's body, you know, those, those kind of changes and improvements, you can see improvements in a short time, but you know, from a healing perspective, it does take time to really rebalance and get the body back into homeostasis again. So I think that's important for pet parents to remember, you know, it's like, okay, we're hit, we're touch, we found the tip of the iceberg, um, but there's more underneath it that we haven't seen yet. And so I'll also tell parents when they have extreme cases of, you know, there's a lot going on with the cat. I'll say, you know, working with the cat is like peeling an onion. You've got the layers, you know, start to peel the outside layers off and it reveals something else underneath and something else may come up. Now that you've gotten rid of this layer, something else will rise. And okay, well, you got to deal with that. And then once that's dealt, something else may come up, you know, so it may take two or three tries to really get to, you know, a complete healing. Wow. Does that make sense? That's mind blowing. It is. <laughs> If you've ever had some like mind body work from uh, for people, they do um, you know Reiki healing and energy work and you know other energy healing modalities. I mean, it kind of works the same way. It's you know we all have layers of stuff that right. we just have to deal with. We have to get the top layer off, and then something else rises and go. Okay, we gotta deal with that now. You know. So it's, it works the same way with pets sometimes. I think, I think as human beings, like you said, we like things to be done fast and immediate mm -hmm. results. Yeah. Uh, we tend to forget when we're trying to heal something, which is usually a long-term underlying issue, it yes. takes time, you yes. know, especially if it's been X number of years that there's been that yes. exposure, you know, to the... Yes either be it, you know, toxins or toxic environment or something, you know, mm -hmm. it will take X number of time to just get it out of the system. And a mm -hmm. lot of people actually forget that the healing process uh, won't happen in one session or right. two sessions or one week, right. you know. Right. So, right. so, you know, I think, you know, for you to try and manage um, your clients' um, expectations on 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 how to close a case to resolve an issue, um, that must be really really important because yeah, if they get disappointed, they'll get angry as well, right? Yeah, and you know, fortunately, I've had I have so many wonderful supportive clients, and oh my gosh, I feel this. It's a huge responsibility because they put their trust in me, you know, and I don't take that lightly at all. Um, but I do tell them, you know, healing will take time. So pack your patients on this journey because it's not going to happen overnight. Um, it's kind of like weight loss, you know, for people, how long did it take you to get out of shape? 
<laughs> well, don't expect yourself to just lose all your weight in two weeks because it's not going to happen. You know, so um, it, it, it's work works the same way with with cat's health and pet's health in general. You know, it takes time, it takes time. In your five years of business, um, what would you say were your challenges from a business perspective? You know, like starting out. Yeah. Okay. So I would love to hear your journey of that. <laughs> you know. Okay. So I come from um, the fitness world, where you know it's all exercise related, or in you know sales world where it's you know computer and and you know basic email and all that kind of stuff, right? So when I got into starting my company, I had to learn how to run a website. And not just a website, I had to learn how to run an online e-commerce site and learn how to upload products because I am, I wear all the hats, okay? So um, fortunately, I have a very, very dear cousin who owns an, an amazing internet and computer industry business. He built my, he built my website. Um, and he helped me get my online store going, but then he like handed the keys over to me and go, here you go. I'm like, okay, now what do I do? <laughs> you know? Okay, I got to figure it out. And let me tell you, I can't tell you how many times I've had to call the, the platforms, the store platform. I go, can you explain to me how to do whatever? <laughs> because I'm not a computer geek. I don't, I don't understand programming. Mm -hmm. It's not my passion. I don't even... I mean, I, I don't mind email, but I was clueless. I did not, I didn't know what WordPress was. I mean, so you're talking like zero knowledge and a learning curve that went like this, okay? Um, I put, had to put together a business plan. I had to put together a cash flow statement. Um, I had to <laughs> learn how, what SEO meant. What do you do? What is that? And I did not even have one social media channel before I got into this business. Um, so I had to learn how to do all the social media. I didn't know what hashtag was, you know, I'm 51 years old. I didn't grow up with all that. You know, we were barely learning, you know, Apple computers when they're infancy stage when I was in high school, <laughs> I know that dates myself, but that's how big my learning curve was. So, I had to go learn all of that along the way of learning how to run a business. You talk about overload. I mean, my head was like spinning. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm exhausted <laughs> because I had to do it all. Now I had great help and I hired some really, really smart people to help me learn those things because I'm not the type of person that is going to go look it up on the internet and read about it and self-teach myself. I'm, I'm not, I don't learn like that. I learn by watching, show me, okay, and let me do it and let me practice. Don't leave, stay right there, you know? <laughs> Walk me through it again so that I get it, you know? And so I had to have help and I am so grateful because I had a lot of really good help. Um, so if it wasn't for those people, I don't, I wouldn't be here because I'd probably still be two years behind just trying to figure everything out. But I, I had some really, really good mentors 
that are retirees that worked in the retail industry and the financial industry um, that helped me with just retail experience and Excel spreadsheets and building a cash flow um, and all of the Excel pages that go into that cash flow <laughs> statement and all the research that was required to get those values and put them in a in a spreadsheet and understand what the spreadsheet meant. Oh my gosh, it took months, you know, but if I didn't do it myself, I wouldn't understand it. You know what I mean? So that's why I kind of insist on being hands-on because if I don't understand how it works, then I can't, I can't look at it when somebody else does it and know if that's correct or not. Does that make sense? You like so to I have control. Well, I think you, as a business owner, you, you may not be the best at every aspect of your business, but you need to understand how those parts work. So then when something isn't working, you have at least some sort of knowledge or intellect to be able to go back and look at it and evaluate and go, okay, something's not working. We need to pick this apart and figure out what to fix. So I had to learn all of those aspects in order to be knowledgeable about that. Now, it doesn't mean that I want to do them forever, you know, and my company grows and I can actually take on people to do some of those roles. <laughs> I'm going to say, here, you go do it, but I need to go, I need to be looking at it. You know, I need to keep an eye on it. But I, there's certainly things about owning a business that are not my strength and certainly not my passion. <laughs> and I'd rather just pass those off to someone who's really smart and really good at those things that, you know, take me an hour to do, or it would take them five minutes to do. So, you know, those are the kind of tasks I wish I had somebody just sit next to me and go, here, you do this. <laughs> You're much faster and much better at that than I am. So that's been, that, that's my, my learning curve has been like this, you know, <laughs> in a very short time. How long did it take for you from, um, you know, having the idea to start um, your, your business and actually, you know, like that learning curve you're talking about and getting it all together? How, how long did it actually take? You know? Well, they were done in phases. So the concept of the business was hatched late November of 2014. And on that vacation that we were going to board the cats, we ended up not boarding the second cat and we took them all with us on family vacation to Montana. Um, we drove in a car, family vacation, and I took a notebook and I started brainstorming. That was my trip. It was like a nine day trip and it was brainstorming every day, every thought, every, you know, the concept was put on paper. And from there, about four months later, I met with a mentor for the first time who was the retired executive in retail to help me start walking through creating a business plan. And um, four months later, I actually filed my LLC and my website development started that fall, late that fall. And was launched mid-March of 2016. So probably a good 15 months from there. The e-commerce store started three, April, May, June, July, about 
three months, April, May, June, July, about four months after my regular website was launched. So thankfully I had a little buffer of time because <laughs> I had to start loading stuff into the store and doing all that's, you know, the things that you have to do with e-commerce and having to learn how to do all that. So it's, it was kind of staggered, um, but probably from concept to the e-commerce store, I would say 20, 18, 19 months. Wow. That's yeah. amazing because what you're actually describing is meeting a mentor first to get, to, to get the plan in place yeah. and then putting it into stages and, sort of like chunking it down in that sense where yeah. you you look at each phase and then you tackle each phase as it comes without exactly. getting that 100% being overwhelmed and then you get paralysis. Right, right. Because I was working full time. So this was the part, this was every free moment, every day off, every free minute of my time that was not involved in my full time job was devoted to this. So that's why it took so long, you know? But it was okay because it, it gave me time to really learn each part, you know? Mm. And not have, I didn't have anybody telling me that I had a deadline, you know, necessarily. So I was just moving along at the pace that I was able to move along. So it worked out, it worked out great. And because you basically you were doing a full time job as you were developing the business plan and and putting everything into place. Um, yeah. When did you go full time into uh, perfectly holistic? You know what? To be honest with you, I am still working that full time job. So this is this is probably a good twenty twenty five hours a week that I'm doing perfectly holistic, and you know at some point in I cannot wait until the time when I can do this full time. It was really great because during the month of March and April, half of March, April, half of May, um, due to all the quarantine, you know, stay home orders and COVID, et cetera, the place I worked at had to close. It was mandated to close. So I had two months of glorious time that I was able to really focus. I'm like, woohoo, I'm going to, you know, and I could spend eight, 10 hours a day, just solid and working and, and getting my projects done. And that was so awesome. So, um, you know, I, I do what I can, you know, I love you. I think it's amazing <laughs> what you're doing. I have full respect I mean, for you really, <laughs> because, you know, I think you are what I would say is the quintessential, what a lot of people want to do, you know, when it comes to, you know, we all have a full-time job or, you know, whatever we're currently doing. And, yep. but not everyone has the luxury like you to use your current tool sets, mm -hmm. you know, that you have and the passion that you have in, in healthcare in alternative holistic, um, you know, the approach and yeah. actually transfer that into, into your passion, which is, you know, um, cats, you yes. know? And yes. I, I love, I absolutely love the fact that you are actually still, you know, doing both, you know, because that is a reality for a lot of people. A lot of people, they, you know, they don't have that 
courage like you to to want to do that because it takes commitment and five years oh five wow years. that's love yeah that's yeah it's a labor of love right yeah <laughs> it's amazing. A labor of love. yes i'm so i'm blessed that i have that second line of income you know to that's just a regular line of income that can just kind of Take, help take care of things while I build this business. And, you know, I mean, it's funny because starting in April, my business really started to take off. I mean, it really started to take off late last fall. Mm. But being able to dedicate that much time and focus into it for those two months really gave it a, a like a turbo boost, you know, which was awesome. And just being able to network and meet people and showing up, even if it's virtual, you know, mm -hmm. Facebook lives and just connecting with people and putting yourself out there as a business owner, no matter what type of business you're in and just meet with other like-minded people because it's about that community. It's about that network, you know, and people like helping other people that have that same passion and that same interest, you know, that you, you can share and you can bond and connect with. So that's really been a huge part of the success in the last 10 months. Wow. Really. Yeah. I, I like the fact that, you know, how you describe your journey is I think what a lot of uh, people who, who want to be an entrepreneur and, and strike out on their own. Yeah. Um, you're, you're basically, you know, an affirmation, a confirmation that it's possible it to is. do what you're doing, you know, holding a full-time job and still, you know, carving out your niche and, and, and following your heart to do yes. this. And for five years, wow. I know. It, it kind of snuck up on me. I'm like, wait, it's five years. <laughs> it's our anniversary. Oh my gosh, I almost missed it. Because you get so busy with all the day-to-day the -day grind that you're just, uh, you know, the date on the calendar just kind of passes you by. You're just like, okay, it's another day. Here's the things I got to check off today and get them done. Um, you know, I think if people really have the passion and they're true to their heart, you know that calling inside of you is where you're meant to go. And I heard someone years ago say something very simple but yet very profound and it was you know it's not forever it's just for a short time so yes we can we can do two jobs it's not forever it's just a short time you know in the grand scheme of things um we can make that sacrifice for a little bit longer it's not going to be forever it's just a short time but it's going to get you one step closer to your goal, which is follow your passion, follow your heart. Know if you follow your passion and you know in your heart that is your purpose, it's there's something about that energy that draws other people, other businesses, other professionals, other like-minded people, clients, customers to your energy. It's like you're this 
beam of light, this North star, you know, and people just tend to, they find you when you have, and you shine that passion, they will come to you. Yeah. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, I know, totally. It's basically you know? when you open up to the universe, the universe actually hears you. Yes. And it comes towards you. Like yes, it does. You know, and it's funny because people that know me from the fitness industry that I have known for ages and ages and ages when I first started the business, you know, and you put yourself out there as expert in cat health and all of that. They don't know you as that person yet, yeah. but they see you go, you know, year after year after year, and you're just putting it out there, putting it out there. You're educating, you're writing, you're blogging, you're doing all these things and they see it on social. They, and then they come up to you one day because they have a question about their cat. So, you know, you plant the seed and eventually there's going to come a day when they remember you and what you do and maybe you can help, you know, so they reach out. So it's kind of like when you start a business, you can't rely on your friends and family to support you. You know, they're not going to be your customers, right? but you know, eventually they might buy something from you, you know? <laughs> They know you better than anybody. They're like, you're going to do what? You know, <laughs> you're what kind of, what, what industry, what line of work are you in now? You know, they've never seen you in that role. But then eventually one day they need you and they're, they're going to call you, you know, because you've proven yourself. You've gone out there, you've done the, you've done the work, um, you've paid your dues, you've put the time, you've put the effort, you've made, I don't like to say made a name for yourself, but you've, You've paid your dues and you've really earned their respect because they see the passion, they see the time, they, they understand how knowledgeable you are and how much you care. And that's what draws people to you, you know? I think a lot of people um, don't realize, they might think it, like a lot of people nowadays romanticize the idea of being an entrepreneur. You know, they have a very romantic view on what it means to start a business. I'm going to have my own name card, you know, that kind of thing. But yeah. when it comes to the actual work, mm -hmm. getting things done, putting the foundation, you know, brick by brick and, yes. and, and building a name and being consistent. Because I think the key to your business has been the fact that you've been consistently putting yourself out there for the last yeah. five years. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people don't realize that the first few years is a very lonely road. Especially yes, when you're is. starting out on a shoestring budget on, by yourself yeah. and you're wearing yeah. many hats, you know, yeah. because, you know, you you know, either you don't have the bandwidth or whatever to, you know, have a, a immediate, you know, like corporate team, you know, but the thing is a lot of, a lot of uh, wannabe entrepreneurs, they don't realize to actually start the ball rolling takes a lot of sweat. Yes, it does. It's it like going to the gym. It's like going to the gym, literally every day being consistent, showing up, doing doing the reps, doing everything, and you won't see you won't see the results till a little bit further down the road. Like, you know, like, yeah. oh, I want a sculpted body, you know. Um, yeah, you're not yeah. gonna get that in the first month. You gotta actually do the work. And yeah. 
repetitive, it's tiring, you know. And yeah, that's that, true. And that's why I think a lot of uh, entrepreneurs who or people who think they want to start a business, the first, I don't know, the first one, two years, they give up mm-hmm. because it's too hard. It's hard. And it they... Hard. And what I love about your story is that you actually look for mentors. You actually look for people who are good in those areas that you know yourself that you're not good at. (laughs) To learn from them. Yes. And remember, I was learning a whole new industry. I went to SuperZoo for the first time four years ago. And oh my gosh, it was the most exciting the most like jaw dropping, like, wow, you know, I, I had so much fun. Um, I was there to learn. I was there to connect. I was there to talk to companies, vendors, you know, mainly for online and just, just get a feel for this place, you know, this industry that I'm in. And I left that place going, oh my gosh, this is the most fun industry. You know, the people are so cool. Everybody loves pets. You know, you just have this sense of bonding, even though you didn't meet the 10,000 plus people that were there, you know, but there's just some sense of community that was there. And the second year I went back even better than the first time I met someone who has become a very dear friend to me. And we've been roommates ever since, you know, at Super Z. And she lives in Texas. Um, She's a dog mom and she owns a dog business. So, you know, it's just so cool how those relationships start to blossom. And, you know, it's interesting learning, looking back and saying what I thought I would put into a brick and mortar or an online store five years ago versus what I would put in it now. I'd say 40%, no, probably 35 to 30% of it has probably changed. And because I learn, I know more, I've learned more. Um, I've kind of done the vetting on some of the manufacturers and some of the products that I was first like introduced to like, yeah, no, I don't think I need that one. I'm gonna go with these, you know? So it's given me time and to see what, what moves in my own e-commerce store. So that at the point where I can have a brick and mortar, I know what I would put in there because I know it's, I know it would sell, you know, versus five years ago, if I had walked in and said, I'm going to open up store right now, it would probably not have been successful because I didn't have the depth of experience that I do five years later into the industry and being more familiar with brands and companies that I want to associate with and companies I don't want to associate with because you kind of start vetting things, you know, from the lens of what works in my holistic model, what, what feels right in my alternative health toolbox um, versus something maybe I looked at several years ago because it was something familiar in a store that was local, you know, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's what I need to carry. So it's been very interesting and, and quite, a good journey because you know time even though if I could change anything I would say just if someone had told me it's gonna be 
six years or it's going to be five years from here before you actually see xyz whatever you know i would have loved that because it would have put in my mind okay that tells me how much i what i need to get done and learn between now and then versus just kind of going along and going okay when can i move on to my store when can i open up this when can, you know so it's just i think it's part of that like you said showing up every day being consistent do the work yes a lot of it is not fun <laughs> it's not my strength it's, i want to hire somebody to do some of these things for me but i can't pay them yet you know i have to do it myself so i know there's a there is that sweat equity and I know, I agree, There's that's probably why a lot of people don't fulfill their dream as being an entrepreneur because they're not willing to do the work that it's going to take. And I am very, very proud to say that my company is has zero debt. So I am debt free in this company, not personally, but I am in my company. My oh, company doesn't, isn't, doesn't, I mean, I didn't have a loan. I didn't go out and get a loan to do this. I just paid as I go and you know because the last thing you want to do if you're not sure if you're going to be committed to a business is to go take out a big loan and then owe debt because of it oh you're going to quit you're going to you know we well, still owe the money so you know that's that would be a piece of advice to give anybody who's starting a business is just make sure you're committed and work on a cash basis if at all possible that way you don't if you decide this is not for you you don't owe anybody in the day you can just shut your doors you know i love your story i absolutely <laughs> love your story i mean thank you so much for sharing because honestly a lot of people like i said they they have a romantic idea of what it takes to what it means to be an entrepreneur about mm -hmm. starting a business you know um doing it as as you know as a side business while having a full-time job but they don't they really don't realize the amount of commitment and time and sweat equity as you put it yes. that is required to even for you, as you were saying, just to launch your, your e-commerce was almost, what, two years? Yeah, it's been almost three years, probably. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, so for a lot of people, if you were to tell them that up front, they'll be like, that's too mm -hmm. long. I don't have time. I want, I want profit like now, 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 you know. Yeah, yeah. Those are the people who are going to come work for me. <laughs> you don't want to work for yourself well just come work for me you know yeah. or they go that's why they have a full-time job because it's easier for them to work for someone else and know that during their off time and their vacation it's really off time and vacation but as an as an entrepreneur it's you know, like you really don't ever get a day off um, and you really don't get a real vacation because there's always something that you have to handle you know what would you say is, you know, do you have like a morning routine um, to keep, keep yourself, you know, um, in the zone or, you know, an, or in a positive outlook when you're dealing, you know, because you have your full-time job and then after work, you come home and I mean, like, you still have a family to take care of, mm -hmm. <laughs> a husband mm -hmm. to, you know, baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and all the cats, and the cats you to know. take care of. Yeah. You know, so, um, What's that like? I like 
you know, I think now fitness is still a huge part of my personal life. So exercising, getting up every day and working out is, is essential. Uh, not only for physical health, but for mental health, you know, that's the outlet. Um, it's also kind of a time where I can be creative and I, I think of things, um, ideas come to me sometimes just being away from the office, away from the computer, you know, um, going outside, doing a long bike ride, you know, thinking, listening to podcasts, listening to smart people talk about business stuff or the pet industry, you know, professionals, um, meditation every night is huge just to kind of clear your head and just cut everything off and, you know, cut cords of energy that don't belong to you and <laughs> things that we take on that we don't need to take on. And, um, and then just, you know, it propels me more than anything. I think it's just feedback from clients. They're kind, they're encouraging, they're grateful. You know, it reminds you every day that you're making a difference. And, you know, I don't have a boss to tell me, hey, you're doing a good job today, but I have clients and customers that send me messages and updates about, you know, how well their kitty's doing. Oh my gosh, we turned a corner. You know, oh my gosh, this, it's, it's gone. Whatever, you know, we're treating, this, this, this issue is gone and, and he's like a whole new cat or whatever. It's like, wow, okay. Thank you for reaffirming. I needed to hear that today, you know? So that's, that's what kind of keeps me pushing forward and motivated. Um, yeah. Wow. Those, those things. <laughs> well, and then of course, you know, meeting Karen Becker and Rodney Habib on Inside Scoop was like the highlight of my whole year. <laughs> I was supposed to meet them in Vegas this year for Super Zoo and it got canceled. And I was just so, so, so sad because it's like, was going to be like two weeks from now. We were all getting ready to go. So, yeah. Well, I think, I think you're amazing. And, you know, like I said, thank you so much for sharing your story because, you know, you, your journey, you know, um, is so full of good not nuggets of wisdom to share mm -hmm. with, with people who, who are actually thinking about taking this route because it's not for the faint hearted. No, it's not. It's like getting old. It's yeah. not for the faint heart. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's one thing to be passionate about something, but to actually do the work, you know, to, to get it done off the ground um, mm -hmm. and how lonely it's going to be, you know, yeah. because, like you said, your family won't even, or your friends, your, your friends were like, what, what are you doing again? <laughs> you know, they, they won't understand in the beginning, especially, you know, yeah. so you must have that mental strength, you know, and, and that passion to, to be able to do it on your own and, and, and go on your own. But I love the fact that you talk about community and, and reaching out to the community to, to get support and inspiration in your industry. You know, um, yeah. I've never been to SuperZoo, you know, I would love to go there one day you know, um, but like you said, it's, it's a, it's like a Mecca, you know, mm -hmm. for, for, for like-minded, um, animal lovers to get together. And especially when you find your niche, you know, you find, you find those people yeah. who are passionate 
about what you know what you do in the holistic side you know um, right i think i think what you're doing is just super amazing and you know like i said congratulations on five years for perfectly yeah. you know holistic it's it's it you know, I, I, when i when i hear stories like that i get very excited for you you know for people like yeah you, hear you on you know because it's like oh my gosh she's she's done the five years you know like how many how many people who start especially on their own you know the way you're doing it don't make it to even like two years right because no, they get very disheartened they get very disheartened because they don't yeah. see the you know the cha-ching coming in immediately you know and right. and i like the fact that you learn and you change you learn and you change so when something doesn't work you pivot it a bit or like your e-commerce yeah. store you know mm -hmm. i love that I well love i think this like in any industry you have to be one of my mentor mentors gave me some piece of advice. He said, keep an open mind, keep an open mind. You think you have an idea of where you want this to go or what product you want to sell or what services or whatever, but he's like, keep an open mind because something may come your way and you may not recognize it at first as being something you need to have or you really need to look at or an idea, you know? that is presented, you're like, hmm, keep an open mind and just really look at it objectively. Try to step out of your, what you think you know and just look at it from a different perspective. And then, you know, you might realize that, you know what? That actually might be a good thing because you never know. Um, so keep an, keeping an open mind um, instead of having our, you know, blinders on all the time and just this is the way i'm going to do it and you know no i can't change you have to be willing to change change is part of the world it's the part of life you know we can't get so set in our ways that we miss opportunities if we're not willing to look at something objectively and then pivot nope let's go around it you know that's not what i need to affiliate with you know because i have i have People and, and companies reach out to me online, you know, that want to place ads on my website or want me to link an article to something in, in my blog or something on my store. And I look at it and I go, mm, no. And I don't mind saying no, because I, I want to be true. You have to be true to you, who you are and you have to be true to your, your mission um, and when you start to compromise, you know, what those values are just to have a link or to have, you know, an article or something like that, that really doesn't match with what your values are, then you start to break, you know, and you start to lose the credibility. So, you know, I, I'm very scrutinizing of things that come to me that just you know oh you know i like everything you said about it except i don't align with this belief system you know and you have to be honest with people you go i appreciate it but you know i don't follow that that dogma when it comes to that way of feeding cats this is what i've been taught this is what i feel is a better thing and so thank you so much but now i can't 
I can't link to that article. You know, I mean, you, you have to be honest because someone will read that and it will contradict what you say on your website that you truly believe in. And they're like, well, wait a minute, you said, <laughs> and I don't want to be that, you know, I want to be, this is where I'm aligning. You have to be true to that. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, it's, it's like your integrity is all you've got. You know, if you don't have the integrity, people won't trust doing business with you and they won't trust what you're all about. So integrity matters. Well, thank you for all that you've done for cats. Thank you. It's a passion. It's, you know, to find you in the sea of animal related is is really (laughs) a gem, I have to say. You know, and I and I, I believe that you know the universe heard us and brought us together for a reason because you know, you know, I was I was thinking like, hmm, I really want to find more entrepreneurs who are doing cat related stuff. And then you turned up in Insight School, which you know, I think <laughs> And that was a three hour meeting. I was, yeah. I was like one of the last people still hanging on at the end. <laughs> I'm like, yay. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, um, you know, Pam Russell, thank you so much for saying yes oh, and coming on to the Raw Entrepreneur and sharing your story. Um, thank you for having me. I appreciate it so much. You know, and blessings to you and your family and your and your four cats. Uh, yes, Rocket, Gunner, and Aylin. Is that is that is that correct? And, li- and Lily. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, they're a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I hope, I hope to see more of you and, you know, um, I would like to, you know, like keep in touch and, you know, um, share your story and your journey because you've only just started really, you know, where you're going. And I'm very excited to see, to see more, more of you and, and, and more of your work and your contribution to, to, to cats because I think you're awesome. Thank you. Well, you are so sweet. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart and my cat's heart. We appreciate you taking the time and the interest to highlight us because um, we do want to be that beacon of light for the cat people world out there that need answers. Thank you for listening to Pam's story. Look out for Pasty Pets founder Matt Rose interview next week. Wow, I'm so thankful and grateful that you took the time to listen to this podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could subscribe, download, rate, review, and share this with others whom you care about that may enjoy it as well. Thank you, and remember to be kind to yourself and others. Have a awesome day, everyone.